0: Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. At Mr. Bond Fitness, how are you doing out there in New York, mate? It's great to have you back on, man. It's hard to get hold of you nowadays, mate, with this time difference.
1: It is, mate. It's a busy time of year for me as well. I've been picking up clients left, right, and center, so it's been a bit crazy, and I'm happy that you've actually got me on at a decent time, not like 4.35 in the morning. Yeah, so I should. I should be sharp. Let's, should. Let, let's let the viewers know I should be sharp this evening, hopefully. You should think be sharp. Cool. There's no excuses now, right? No pressure, mate,
0: now. You just put yourself uh, under under the cosh now, mate. You better That's deliver up. today. Let's... I'm going to leave all of the most important points to you now then, mate, right? I want you just to, like, crack on, okay? So over, it, o- over to over you, it. mate. Let's go, right. I'll, uh, let's let's I'm going to go it. and have a nap for 20 minutes, right? Um, go on then, mate. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Why not? You get, I get a more intelligent conversation with myself anyway, so... <laughs>
0: Are you um are you still on the ca- on the coffee
1: and no man. i had actually had one today for the first time in a long time and i was buzzing for around 5 or 6 hours just like i couldn't stop talking and it was uh, it was uh, i was so uh, sensitive to it at the moment that it it hit me pretty hard but i've definitely found that staying off it has has made my life a lot better um in terms of like energy sustainability my workouts are better. You know, I'm not relying on caffeine to get my fruit through my workouts or maybe I would have the odd pre-workout here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sleep's better. Just everything has changed dramatically. So I'm not saying knocking on coffee. Obviously, it has its benefits with nutrients, etc. But for me, as an individual, it's not the best thing. So I'm staying off it for as often as I can. and I just have it maybe once a week because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I switched up to tea, tea. Um, the odd time I have a decaf just for the taste, but honestly, it's, it's changed my life, man. I, I said this before, and I've gone back to it, I got sucked back in, started having two or three cups again per day. But I think this time I'm off it for good. So mm, good,
0: man. Yeah, no, there's some crazy studies actually. I heard Ben Greenfield saying yesterday, and just for the listeners, folks, amazing podcast. Uh, ben Greenfield's—he's he's like the master of everything health and fitness, right? And he was saying like something. I don't know how they do these studies, by the way, though, mate. But um. People who drink coffee, um, a, a minimum of like one to two cups a day, actually got like a, a six. They live um six percent chance less of of uh, dying at a younger age or something like that. And there was another one as well where even excessive coffee drinking has a ma- is, it is a massive. I say excessive, but um, anything up to like four or five cups, they were saying, um, mm. a massive link to depression as well. So obviously, can see that, yeah, yeah, because like obviously you get you, right. Definitely, mate. Yeah, you get that surge of dopamine. But it's, it's like I've said before, it's got to be like one of the best drugs. It's got to be, for me, it's the best drug on the planet. But at the same time, mate, it is a full-blown drug, yeah, because much like yourself, mate, you're a better man than me because um, I'm trying to wean myself off coffee. So I, um, I try going cold turkey, huge error try going yeah. cool turkey um twice i don't know why i've done this to myself twice because uh it's miserable um but i thought you know i'm really disciplined i'm really hardcore i'll do it i'm not disciplined i'm not hardcore when it comes to coffee um i failed so basically i think i went like two weeks uh, i think i had about two free coffees in two weeks um so this time round, now last actually starting from this week i've started weaning myself off it so i've just dropped one shot of coffee now the thing is mm-hmm. andrew here in australia they, they get you hooked because they put two shots in each long black. So in each right. long black coffee, or, or should I say black coffee, they put two shots in there, which I've only only realized a few months ago. So from four shots, I'm going down to like three. So I'm still having my two coffees, but I'm having two shots in one and one shot in the other. And next week, I'm going to be having taking another shot down. And the plan is then in the new year, just to wean myself off it, uh, much like yourself, mate. So.
1: What are the big difficulties you have coming off with, then, uh, since you have to do it that way?
0: Oh, for me, mate, it's more a case of um, most of it. I think is is placebo anyway. I think it's just right. like, and training. Okay, that's one of the main ones, mm-hmm. mate. When I train, I do notice a massive difference in my performance physically. I don't feel quite as sharp. Um, that was just for a few days, though. I just didn't feel yep. quite as um, as uh, on the ball, if you like. Uh, not as much clarity mentally. But all I in all, still- I think it was just the first few days, Drew. I think it was just the first five days were so miserable. And then what mm. happened was, and like like just yourself today, you've had one coffee, you get sucked back in. So I have I had a yeah. night, I had a really bad sleep one night, and then I had a podcast the next day. I was interviewing someone, so I thought oh, I'll just have one coffee, and then I got mm. sucked back in. So yeah. that was my. You issue. You might
1: see though, the the biggest change I've seen with myself is like you you obviously saying you're not sharp when you you don't have your coffee. Like I feel that that fogginess and, and will disappear when you do stop taking it mm. and you'll have more mental clarity. I promise you, you just got to give it time. It's, it's that first week. is It can be a very depressive uh, week if you're coming off it and you're weaning yourself off it. After that, then things start to change. Given time, I've done it probably for about a month now. So mm. definitely, man, I'm, I'm into that zone now. And like I said, I've been sucked back in before. Um, but this time it's, it's a game changer for me. So,
0: mate, I totally agree with that, though, because I did notice after about uh, three, four days, I just I had more energy, more more sustained mm-hmm. energy, and I just felt yeah. better. But then I got sucked back in. But yeah, mate. So you you, you typed up a, a great blog lately. Lately, and just for the listeners, today's today's podcast is going to be on kind of how to attack the new year. But when we say attack, we mean attack but sustain, right? Because yeah, I think everyone I think, attacks
1: it. Exactly,
0: everyone attacks, that's not an issue. But yeah, I think Probably. like 73, sorry bro, I think about 73%, I think the, 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 stats say about 73% of, uh, new gym goers fall off after the first month, after, within one month that is. Mm. So yeah, mates,
1: hit me. So hit a good me time for after- uh, you've had a so coffee today, for- so hit me. <laughs> I have uh, it's a good time for personal trainers though in January but again as a good personal trainer you will sustain those clients for the long term right so if you can pick up a few more clients extra clients and you can change them and switch their mindset during that time you yep. know to win a lot of people will leave after a month or two and you always see these memes saying beware the new gym goers are coming you know because obviously <laughs> the old the, the current gym the current gym goers get a little scared when uh, there's a march on the gym in January and there's, there's thousands of feet coming through the door but this is a time of year really when I'm kind of like a, a mind reader because I know what people are going to start implementing. Yep. Like they'll, they'll start, you know, they're going to attack Christmas pretty hard, right? They're going to start eating all those calories in Christmas party more, going to go out more, drink more, eat more. Then come that 29th, 30th of January. And then the panic sets in and then they're going to start that diet, right? They re- they're going to restrict everything from the, from the diet. they are going to train too often. They're probably going to overplay uh, intensity as well. Um, and the worst thing they do as well at Christmas time is probably eat everything in the cupboards before they, they start their diet on Monday, man. That's Absolutely.
0: Problem. It's always the extremes, isn't it, Drew? It's always from yeah. one extreme to another. But uh, yeah, your first – I'm just going to run through your points, Max. it's really – because I'm, I'm being a pain in the ass and I'm making Andrew um, reduce – well, both of us are just reducing the amount of words we use, uh, letters, if you like, in, in each blog. So like I said, right – Two hundred to two hundred and fifty characters. Tough. So it, to it's tough, but man, you you, you 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 put it together really well. So your first one I liked. It was uh, be realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you wanna do you wanna elaborate on that a little bit more?
1: Yeah. Just don't like every time when it comes to goal setting, like people make unrealistic goals, right? Um, for example, like weight loss is probably more successful with shorter goals. Mm. Everyone has that end goal where I'm going to lose thirty pounds, but like I would just aim for smaller wins throughout the week. So if I like a win for me might be okay, that it doesn't necessarily have to be linked to the the scales that you see. A win may be that you've made a small incremental change, so you've actually uh, ticked off going to the gym twice a week. That's one win. That's a small goal, right? You started drinking more water. That's another small goal. You can give yourself a pat on the back you started um, eating vegetables every meal. That's another goal that you can tick off. If you only focus on that scale and you only focus on maybe losing 30 to 40 pounds, then there's going to be times where your weight doesn't move on the scale. So you're going to be very upset with yourself. It's going to be damaging psychologically for you. Um, so just having those little wins throughout the week, it's going to give you that extra energy and extra boost to go into the next week and sustain that and move on and Great. be more consistent, I guess. so.
0: Great and i just want to interject a little bit there and the thing is as well i think people need to focus on actually this is i just um, remember this is from a a new book i'm reading which i want to promote to the listeners because i think this is perfect for people for the new year um, and just for the for habits you can apply for the rest of your life it's called atomic habits by james clear i got that one from our boy jamie alderton drew because nice. um, he had him on his podcast. And it's, uh, on the, for example, on the front cover, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad mm. ones. And what he says in there is just what Andrew talked about then, goals. The problem is we, we set goals and we are focused on that goal so much. And mm. Andrew, Andrew and I have mentioned this before. We kind of lose touch a little bit with the process and we don't put the systems in place to actually achieve those goals and sustain them for a lifetime. Now, I'm making this sound quite complicated, but essentially what I mean is it's you have to, in a sense, he says in the book, to change your identity. So I, I completely resonate with me because, for example, somewhat, something that Andrew and I, our strength is obviously health and looking after our bodies. Okay? That's that's our main strength, right? So in order to create um, to, to create a body which is healthy and achieve your goals in terms of your physique, so you want to get an aesthetically pleasing physique and you want to be healthy with it then you have to do the things that a healthy person would, would, would do. So in a sense, you have to literally make that part of your identity. You have to be doing, for example, what kind of traits would you need to be like a healthy or fit person, right? You would need to generally walk more, okay? So instead of, say, taking the lift, this is just an easy example, taking the lift in work if you live in a high story building this is just a, a random example you take the stairs instead of driving around the corner you walk that's what a fit healthy person would do and they make that part of their lifestyle and that's an example mm-hmm. of a good habit you know so it's actually doing this think to yourself right what do i need to become to actually achieve those goals so just going a bit deeper
1: on that Drew. um but that's yeah that's fine mate. You, uh, yeah. Nice link to- go on sorry no go, go on, on, on mate that was
0: it i was just gonna ask
1: yeah, that's, that's kind of linked to the, the second point that I make on my uh, my blog about starting slowly as well. Like I, I've mentioned that, especially after you've been sedentary for a long time, and as Martin just, uh, just mentioned there, that start by taking small steps, right, or going for a walk. I feel that like in the new year, the biggest crit- criticism I have of people during the new year is that they try and do something. Maybe their friend is doing like a boot camp class, for example, right, and they start they go from being very sedentary throughout the Christmas period where they've been doing less and eating more, laying on the couch a lot, and they go into a boot camp class, which is probably one of the the you know the highest forms of intensity you can do, next to CrossFit and, and similar things like that. And they start going in balls to the wall, hell for lever, right? And they start as hard as they possibly can, and then they end up aching like hell after the class mm. for about a week. And then they're like, "Well, bugger this! I'm not exercising ever again. It's made me feel terrible." Mm.
0: That's exactly it, and that happens all the time, man. Like, it's so like I said, the stack like the the odds are stacked against you, right? If you're mm. I don't mean to sound grim about this, but if you're um, thinking of just right, I'm gonna go all balls to wall, and I'm just gonna smash it. And like Drew said earlier, I'm gonna finish off everything in the fridge. I'm gonna just like really let my hair down, and then mm. that's it. I'm on it. Right, that is one way of doing it, and that's the way most people are going to approach it. But that's totally fine to have that mindset. But if you could just take a step back and go, right, am I really going to be able to sustain that kind of pace for the rest of my life? And let me tell you, Andrew and I could tell you, like 99% of the time, that is unlikely, right? So just, as Andrew said, start slowly. Yeah, what was your – did you want to say anything else on that point, mate? No, that's pretty good. Yeah, and 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 another good one was be patient, right? That's a really good one, actually. Your third point. Mm
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. So. Um,
1: Yeah, just it's a long term thing. Like I think we keep reiterating this and reiterating this fact as we as we talk on every podcast episode. Like it's, you know, like Martin said earlier, you can't sustain that type of intensity for long for long term. If you feel that there's a diet that you're following that you, you're you restricting and you're dropping out certain food groups and you, you, you know, you're struggling to get through it and you can't do it for the next 10, 20 years of your life and that's not the correct diet for you. Mm. You need to create a plan and make it sustainable for the rest of your life. And we'll keep reiterating this fact, but when you do that and you start creating these healthy habits and bringing them into your routine, things will get easier and your body will change. But again, it takes time.
0: Mm, absolutely. And you mentioned, Have-
1: yeah, go on. We have plenty of time as well, you know. It's, it's useless going up and down with yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting back on double weight, losing weight. You have time to do that, so why not have time to make sustainable life goals? You know,
0: exactly. Making time, isn't it? That's what it's about. It's about making time. You know, you can make excuses or you can execute. As cheesy as that sounds, right? You've got to. You're not going to execute everything. Definitely not. 100. And that's another thing you need to bear in mind, folks. Nothing's perfect. You're not going to be perfect with things. It's just a case of creating small wins and really focusing on the things which sh- should be a priority, like getting enough sleep and the things we've, we've talked about all year on the podcast, essentially. Like, in, in a way, Andrew said this off-air before we started, we're kind of summing up everything we've talked about today uh, throughout the year. It's always going to come back round to the same points. And focusing mm-hmm. on the big rocks, but Andrew mentioned in his uh, in his on his blog anyway on the on the third point which he just talked about being patient instant gratification so you have to be disciplined in a sense right because certain things you do get immediate pleasure from for example mm-hmm. let's use food as an example right you don't necessarily, for the most part you don't need Whatever you're going to have, so right, I'm going to have this thing because it's going to make. I'm craving something, for example, I'm craving some, uh, some some type of food, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that food because it's going to make me. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna make me feel better. It's a craving, but it's not hunger, right? So just that's an example. Do you really need that immediate pleasure right now? Is that gonna, is that gonna actually excel you forward to your goals, or is it gonna hold you back? So sometimes it take it's a case of again taking a step back. And asking yourself, is this gonna help towards what I'm trying to achieve? And don't get me wrong, like I said, you're not gonna be perfect. You're gonna be enjoying yourself. You're a human, but be patient and just just try and think of the long game and stay in the game. And um, what was your fourth point, And
1: fourth point is uh, going in with a plan, um, having some sort of direction. Um, I said, you know, this this will help keep you disciplined, more productive. And help you stay on track with your health and fitness goals. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, go on, sorry, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to say then. Yeah. So, again, we're, we're kind of reiterating the stuff we've said, but um, you've got to have a little bit of a game plan. So, it's I think it's good to to have to put some sort of uh, time, maybe some sort of time span on what you're trying to achieve. So, for example, like let's just be realistic now. In January, right? I'm gonna Achieve whatever your goals are. This, we're just using what our strengths are here health and fitness. You could be listening to this podcast, you could have different goals and different things you want to achieve in the new year. But if you just say to yourself, um, try this is something, this is not something that I'm an expert in, and this is something I need to work on myself, is setting time spans. But for example, for January, set yourself a goal, right? Um, let's just use health and fitness as an example again. In January, I want to make sure that I. Eat less processed food. So I want to try and reduce the amount of processed foods I eat. I want to eat more vegetables. And I want to drink more water. Now, these are really basic kind of uh, um, goals and targets for you to aim for. But, for example, if you could do that, that's, just, that's actually quite a good example. If in January your goal is to get leaner, lose body fat, look better, you know, which a lot of you listening to this, that is your goal, um, and get healthy with it, how about you do that. How about you say, right, I'm going to drink, let's just say, three liters of water a day. I'm going to make sure I do that every single day. Consistency is a big thing here, folks. It's a massive thing, as you know, with anything in life, but especially when it comes to um, sustaining, sustaining good health and a good body. So yeah, as I was just saying, so drink more water, so three liters of water a day, and increase the vegetables. So maybe have two servings of vegetables a day. So how about you just have vegetables with two of your meals? Boom. You have three meals a day, how about you make sure every day for January you have t- uh, uh, two uh, – with two of those meals, you have vegetables, right? Boom, that's that done. And then another goal – I don't know what the other goal was. I'm going to use another one, though, as an example. him more, okay? So yeah. I'm going to make sure I hit eight to 10,000 steps every single day in January. You could use those three points as a goal for yourself in January if you haven't got one and watch what happens to your body and your mind.
1: Exactly. And they are those simple steps and simple wins that we discussed earlier, right? Mm. I think people try and overcomplicate things when it comes to the new year, and they're going to follow maybe the latest diet trend. So um, that might be like, okay, I'm going to try intermittent fasting, or I'm going to try a keto diet, or I'm yes. going to try CrossFit because my friend is doing this. But people who are doing these type of diets yeah. usually have, are unaware of even what like a calorie deficit is to lose weight. Mm. Have, they don't even drink enough water, like you reiterated to earlier. They aren't aware of different types of like macronutrients: what a carbohydrate, what a fat, what a protein is, and mm. um, what fiber is. And then they got they're jumping from that with so little information, so little experience when it comes to diet, into one of the most restrictive diets in the world. And and again, that's setting yourself up for failure. Just learn these small, simple steps first before you start going for those big rocks, because mm. those rocks are going to lead to Lack of success and failure. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. You uh, you mean...
0: Basic, yeah, yeah, basic that's it. In
1: place, in place first. Simple.
0: Absolutely. I love that, mate. I love that. Oh, mate, that's a really, really good point um, because I know a lot of listeners will relate to that. People are trying to do things that other people are doing, which is work for that particular person, right? Mm. So when we say worked, right, let's just use fasting as an example. Big buzzword, very, very, very popular now. And actually, 2019... That is going to explode, right? Like me and Andrew have said on other podcasts, the only reason it hasn't exploded in terms of uh, from a marketing perspective, like supplements, for example, like, um, you know, like, you know, supplement companies can promote their brand. They can put a pretty label on it, make it look good. Bang, people buy it. And they have like some sort of model representing it who looks amazing. When it comes to fasting, how do you market that as well, right? But lots of people, lots of people now um, are starting to do this and, I find people like Andrew and I have got to be careful with this as well because we're big, big advocates of of intermittent fasting. We've molded this into our lifestyle, and it works really well for us. But most people – and again, I'm just using examples here just so I can give uh, you guys more of an insight. Most people are using fasting uh, as a way to get leaner. Terrible idea. Drew, do you reckon that's a bad idea?
1: Definitely, mate. Yes, um, it's not a fat loss tool. It's more of a health tool, you know? so. When you're doing fasting, you should be prioritising health with it. And I find like sometimes the wrong people are doing it. There's people who have already have hormonal issues, who should be eating more regular meals throughout the day, but they they're employing intermittent fasting and that's just heightening the issues they already have.
0: Definitely, yeah. And you and oh, what was I going to say then? Yeah, and with the fasting as well, you were just saying about. Um... Yeah, but people not. – I'll jump to the next thing I was going to say anyway. My mind has gone there. Um, yeah, like with the, with the calories and stuff and fasting. So people want to jump into fasting. But oh, I was going to say about health then. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes we say – I've realized that because we've been at this for so long now, our paradigm has completely shifted over the last three or four years where we're tuned into how we feel instead of how we look more. Don't get me wrong folks, Andrew and I love to look great, right? That's we 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 like to look great, right? I'm not going I'm not going to say we're not vain, right? Because we are. Um what I was going to say is what Andrew was saying then, it's like using it as a tool for health. And what we mean by that because that can mean so many different things. How about you if you are going to do fasting, right? If if you want to try that. How about you try and think about how do I feel when for example, once or twice a week, how about maybe, as an example, you could maybe skip breakfast, not even skip breakfast, maybe have breakfast a bit later in the day. So instead of getting up and eating, maybe stretch that out a little bit and see how you feel within that, within that time span of not eating. Now, initially, for the first, say, day or two, you're probably gonna, you're gonna have mixed signals because you're used to eating. Again, coming back to habits, your brain's gonna be saying, oh, it's time to eat here. Boom. It's gonna release certain hormones, which are gonna trigger appetite. But you're not, hungry. you're not hungry. Again, you could go weeks without food. After a day or two, you'll probably, for most people, start feeling a bit better, right? If you don't feel as good, though, then how about you go back to maybe have a breakfast? It's, it's quite straightforward. Like Andrew said, a lot of people who are – most people are under so much stress nowadays that fasting is just an added stress to their life. And these yeah. people need to maybe just eat three meals a day and focus on eating healthier foods. That would be – the first step for them. It's really, really not rocket science, folks. But um, well, And I wanted to say something you mentioned then. Calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. If you could just simplify what that means to people quickly, because those two words are flying about like hotcakes now, right? So it's like calorie deficit and people are tuning into it, but like you said, a lot of people don't quite know what that means. You
1: eat less than you burn, right? So um, ultimately, people... Feel that this is the be all and end all when it comes to nutrition—that you must be in a calorie deficit mm-hmm. to lose weight. Um, I don't quite agree with that because I've had more experience working with clients, yep. and so clients do have other hormonal issues that are preventing them from eating uh, from losing weight. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, you need to be aware of what your maintenance calories are. Um, they help you maintain uh, maintain your weight, and from there. You can reduce your calories slowly over time, and that should help you then re- have a reduction in body fat. Mm. Uh, you mentioned in a recent podcast that you were you participated in that how to do this. So basically, that involves tracking your food really. So tracking your food throughout the week, and that should tell you where your maintenance levels are, providing your weight is staying the same throughout that week. Absolutely. And from from there, you can drop your calories. Mm. And that essentially should help you get leaner over time. Mm. Um, for me, like I said earlier, is it just calories in, calories out? Maybe for some people, but we need to involve different macronutrients in that component as well. But again, as we reiterated earlier, when we're talking about fasting, if you have hormonal issues, then the likelihood of you losing that weight in a calorie deficit is is decreased Exactly. That's
0: what you, you. That was great, mate. Um, and I was just going to say, in terms of tools to use. Now, I'm just going to try and appeal this to the masses. <clears throat> if anyone's listening to this, <clears throat> and your goal is to get leaner in January, I know that's going to hit alarm bells. And most people, most people want to get leaner in January. So let's just say, tools. Fasting is a tool, okay. If I had to, if I had to prioritize which tools I was going to use in the position from the standpoint of I want to lose body fat. I am going to use food tracking as Andrew mentioned any day. Okay? So how about you build some self-awareness, right? Now that's that's the key thing here, right? So if you are looking to lose body fat in January, how about now don't say I'm going to do it tomorrow. How about you download the app My Fitness Pal now and start tracking ASAP, right? You don't necessarily maybe want to track over the Christmas period, actually, so don't do that. Actually, if you're listening to this now, this is going to be a few days. Yeah, okay, so actually, download the app and start tracking your food intake. Boom, that's the first step, okay? Because Mm. I love this. I love this, right? I don't know if anyone's... I'm like a bloody nerd here. I don't know if anyone's heard of uh, the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, right? Most people have heard of that. Great book by Mark Manson. And I heard Mark Manson on a podcast, and I thought this was great. He said... Self-awareness is like sex. Most people think they're good at it, but in reality, they suck, right? (laughs) I love that because it's the truth. We all think, oh, I know what I'm doing. I eat healthy. I do this. I do that. And there was a new study that came out recently about people who think they eat healthy, and I couldn't believe it. It was literally something like 98% of them were wrong. I don't know. That's vast. It was more specific than that. But what I'm trying to say is self-awareness. So over, (laughs) over, over, over something like fasting, right, Building self-awareness about what's going into your body and working out roughly what your maintenance calories are are the first step for you when it comes to losing body fat and getting leaner. I would say, anyway.
1: No, I agree with that, mate. And uh, it's funny you should say that because you always get that um, expression from your clients, right, or people you meet in the gym, and they say, "Oh, I eat really healthy." Yeah. But you yeah, yeah. really know what that is. You know, when you 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 delve into their diet, you realise that is pretty awful sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but again, we, you know, we're not saying you need to track for the rest of your life because again, that could lead to an eating disorder. But for me, tracking is more just about awareness. It will give you the awareness of what types of food you eat, and the awareness of how much you eat. Because people always mis- misrepresent this and undercalculate or overcalculate the amount of calories they're mm. eating, pretty often, right? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: My girlfriend does that a lot, actually. She she tracks now, and uh, she, she over-calculates what she has, like, extreme. And I'm like, nah. As I'm like, Kim, like, yes. I mean, it's, it's all estimated anyway. But without yeah. going too much into that, really, um, it's a great tool. As Andrew said, it's not something anyone wants to be doing for the rest of their life. Like I'm sure Andrew does this as well. But for myself, I'll, I'll track for a few months. And then I'll come away for, for for a few months. But even at the level Andrew and I are at now, you know, we're, we're at a top level without, you know, trying to blow our trumpets. When it comes to knowing what our body needs, calories, nutrients, we know we, we could not track forever and still maintain our weight and be healthy with it. But mm-hmm. it's a great tool to build self-awareness. Um, yeah. And I think we really elaborated on point four there. That was good. Um, yeah. Point f- I think, but you go, on, no, go, go th- on. go on. Go on.
1: We've, we've overstepped uh, certain simple things as well, like uh, paying attention to stress and sleep. Mm. Like, we've obviously had uh, podcasts on that before. Like, But again, like, overdoing intensity in workers can add stress to the body, intermittent and fasting, and things like that. Like, high stress and, and little sleep can affect hormones that, that can lead to overeating and letting your appetite get out of control. So, definitely. If- if you're having issues over the festive season with that already, then that's something that you may want to dial in during New Year and maybe focus on the nighttime routine a little more, you know? 100%. That's what I was going to say to people as well. Um, this is coming off one of
0: my other blogs, but without going too much into that, like social media, we we've talked about this lots of times in the past. And, you know, I think when it comes to stress and actually achieving your goals and stuff like that, you know, like I said about moving more, if you were to try again, build awareness to how much time you're spending on social media unnecessarily. This is still work in process for me as well, in progress as well. But for example, when you're sat there flicking through social media, you know you could be just doing a little five, ten minute walk or something like that, and being more productive with your time to actually accelerate your goals. Because um, as I've mentioned before, there's a great app which I've actually stopped using because it's quite painful to to realise how much time is spent on social media there's an app called moment and if you it makes you really aware of how much time you waste on social media sat down scrolling with terrible posture slouched over your phone when in reality if you could let's just say you you, you waste 20 minutes a day on social media which is that's being kind by the way most people waste much more time we're talking hours a day on social media how about you would just walk for 20 minutes instead Because the results I've had, like there's one client in in particular, I had unbelievable results with her from just getting her to walk 20 minutes a day. Her body fat was dropping rapidly um, just from consistently. And the way she'd done this is she would have her lunch. um, She had an office job. So she was doing like literally three, four thousand steps a day. That's really, really low steps, but it's I think the in America, that's right? the average in America. The average in America doesn't even move. That's 20 minutes of walking a day, folks. Yeah, it's 20, 30 shocked. minutes. It's shocking it's me. Soft. Exactly. Yeah. But she was doing about that, the average three, 000, three, four thousand steps. And then she, after eating a lunch, which by the way, folks, a great thing, which I've implemented is just going for a five to 15 minute walk after eating. Really, really helps with digestion and energy levels. I've really, really noticed that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've really noticed. Have, have you noticed that yourself?
1: Yeah, man. I try and do it. If I've obviously now, so I'll take the dog out for a little walk for twenty minutes, which would be nice. Um, just to um, uh, look at your fact, the fact you just said about her moving more, right? That mm-hmm. um, she lost weight. Was that without even changing anything to a diet? we were talking about right. So we were talking about a calorie deficit. So yep. since you can increase the energy expenditure and the movement. And you don't necessarily have to drop your calories all the time. So that can be like a tool for you just to increase movement, increase the amount of work you do in the gym. And that may even help you get leaner anyway. So Oh,
0: definitely, mate. And actually, this client fell into the into the 5% of people who does actually eat healthy, right, which is mm-hmm. rare. But she was overeating. So that's another thing, right. folks. We were saying about calorie deficit now, like… Andrew and I are not in the camp. We're not in any camp. Like, there is that camp where it's all about calories, right? And I'm not going to go into that, but like Andrew and I always say, like, if I had to choose what was more important for someone who's looking to create sustainable health uh, Mm. at, at like, someone at quite a, you know, not a low level, but not someone at an advanced level, I would say to focus on nutrients first. Focus on yep. like don't don't like yes it's good to track and it's good to use that as a tool but really focus on eating healthy foods. Um, I was just going to say about that client she fell into the small percentage of people who was actually eating healthy but eating way too much. So you yep. can eat healthy foods and still get fat, folks. That that is like oh. if yeah if you overeat calories you're going to gain body fat and gain weight right. So she was, and all she did didn't change nothing with the food. Walking twenty minutes a day, uh, and then boom she started losing body fat. And then we started playing around with the calories and stuff. So, yeah, like 20 minutes a day after you've eaten as well. She was doing it after her lunch, um, going outside, fresh air, put a podcast in. That's another thing I wanted to say. Rather than flicking through social media, have your food or whatever. Go for a walk 20 minutes a day, right? Just just make the time to do that 20, 30, 30 minutes a day. Whack a podcast in. Optimize your body, ideally. Um, and you'll be surprised if you, if you add that 20 minutes up right firstly the amount of calories you're going to burn over the space of a week secondly how many minutes is that i'm really shit at mass but that's a couple of hours you've listened to podcasts trust yeah. me you've learned a lot of different things within that time as well so you will grow mentally as well as physically
1: and again it comes back to that point that if you throw everything but the kitchen sink at your new year's resolution when it comes to fitness and health mm. um you you're going to get to the point where you have already lowered your calories too much, mm. you're already training too much, and you're already doing excessive cardio, so where's your next step? You have to lower your calories again, so you're starving yourself, you have to do one to two hours plus cardio a day, essentially you're gonna set yourself up for failure, plus you're obviously gonna mess up with your metabolism, Exactly. and you're gonna have no time to yourself or to spend with friends and family, so Definitely. just make those small changes like Martin did with that client, it was a simple change just to get her to move more. Mm. She started losing weight. Definitely. And when she hits, and then when she hits a plateau again, his next step may be, right. I'm going to take a, maybe a hundred calories away from her weekly total. Uh, sorry, a, a daily total. Yep. That's into, into a small deficit. That may help her drop body fat again. Oh, okay, that will help massively. I may, I may increase increase her training intensity, or may increase mm-hmm. the amount of times she trains per week. That's my next tool in my box.
0: Definitely. And they're all going
1: to help these small changes, and again, that is done over a long period of time.
0: Definitely. And this is a big battle for us, isn't it, Anne? Because uh, I'm coming back to one of your other points, be patient. Because I know Mm. most people listening to this, right? It's great because I do the same thing. I'll listen to certain things and I'll go, I'm going to smash that. And then after a couple of days, I'll go back to my old ways because I haven't created those habits. And I haven't I haven't changed my, like I said, my fundamental habits. So the the results, that's an example of one client. The results you will get, right, from from walking 20 minutes a day every day, right? You'll get good results. Even if you don't, like, I'm not going to say you're going to get mind-blowing results because loads of other factors come into this. But if you make, like, let's just talk about health, right? Moving is very, very important for your health. And I I can guarantee you it's probably going to increase your productivity. I get that with clients as well. Clients who move more, um, you know, and do like an extra bit of walking each day or just focus on their total daily steps, and make a point of more activity, they are more productive uh, with, their, with their business and whatnot as well. So try not to get sucked back into balls-to-wall mentality and because you, you have to be patient with this. You have to be patient with the results like because people th- would listen to, a lot of other people listening to this will probably be thinking like, oh, really, 20 minutes a day? I have this battle with people and it's like, it's the compound effect. Like it's not gonna happen overnight. You just really, really gotta listen to me and Andrew on this. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it's a stress reliever as well, right? So it's not only going to do well for your physical health and your heart health, but also for your mental health. Mm. The simple – so if you don't want to go for a walk, right? What's an easy win for you when you're doing a session in the gym? You rest in 30 seconds to 90 seconds between sets. Um, You just walk around the gym until you come back to your next set. Mm. That's going to get your steps up per day, right? So that's probably going to add another – between, I say, two and 4,000 steps to your, to your daily step count. Great point, great point. Super win, man. You know, so it, you don't necessarily have to go outside. Obviously, if it's wet and raining like it is here now, mm. but at least in the summertime, get yourself out there. You've probably had a busy day at work, stress, stressful things with your family, your kids, so going for that 20-minute walk is going to do you world of good. Mm, absolutely. And as Andrew said before, you know, it's, tr- it's, it's training because
0: it's not punishment, folks. Training shouldn't yeah. be punishment. And again, I know it's, it's easy for me to say because, once again, it takes time to create those habits of training because you love yourself. As, as, as cheesy as that sounds, that, is the, that needs to be the end outcome, one way or another. You, you, the, it needs to change. I know this sounds a bit um, crazy, but you need to change the underlying reason why you're doing it, and that's just mm. takes, that just takes a bit of switching of the mindset. So, for example, going to the gym for punishment, And really go in there because you hate certain parts of your body, right? It's not going to get you anywhere long-term. And I'm not saying maybe. I'm saying definitely. You are not going to get to where you need to get long-term 99% of the time if you're focusing purely on how you look. And as I said before, Andrew and I, you know, we we like to look great, right? We do. Uh, We've gone to the extremes of that. We've both competed on stage. I mean, you know, but now we're focused on on how we feel and, and putting health first, and actually training because we want to take care of our body. Okay, I'm just going to say that again. Train in the new year because you want to take care of yourself, right? If you can just keep focusing on that, why am I here? Like, it's not punishment. I'm doing it because I want to take care of myself.
1: Yeah, and we've been, like, um, I think people look at us and they see, obviously, physiques and and, and the way we look and think we haven't been through anything with, with our health. Like, and we've been through all the insecurities that you have. We've been through all the eating issues. We've been... Maybe overweight. We've been um, through through binge eating disorders, um, you know. So like, stop using like understand. We have been through these things, and we want to pass our knowledge on to you and help you. And we know you can get there given time. But like, stop using like guilt as a as a motivational tool because like this is an issue. Like Martin said earlier, that has to do with yourself. So it's got to come from within you to change. And like, if you keep punishing yourself and you keep looking at yourself in the mirror and say you hate yourself then you're going to be more likely to give up. So you need to get that mindset switch and start encouraging yourself and, and support and, get, and supporting yourself and getting support from others. That's the only way you're going to do it, folks. If you, if you keep using that guilt as a motivator, then you're going to give up sooner rather than later.
0: Absolutely. And I just wanted to say that was a really, really good point, mate. And I wanted to say about motivation as well. I'm just going to say this, folks, as well. Motivation yeah. ain't shit long term. Motivation Oof. comes and goes, okay? Yeah. So, yes, it's great if you feel motivated and you're, and you're ready to smash the gym. Awesome. Make the most of it. But just remember, Mm -hmm. motivation ain't going to get you anywhere long term because it's a temporary state. Okay. So, unless you focus on, like we've said, the big rocks and focusing on, you know, why, why do I want to do it? You know, it, it, Again, it, it is tough to get to this point, but we have got to that level now where just just try and take care of yourself for the most part, right? And right, Drew, we've got five minutes left. I want to try and wrap this, let's up, let's this wrap up in about 45 minutes if we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... We've uh, to do it in 20 minutes, right? We've, uh, we've lost <laughs> the mark again, so we've been chatting too much. It's all Hopefully, half the it's listeners it's, haven't it's, tuned up. Like, we're really passionate about what we do. Like, this is our... You know, this is this is our forte and, and we are making careers of it. So we want to help you out as much as we can. And even if you respond to us on, like, social media, if there's any questions you have, like, please throw them at us and we will help you as much as we can. You know, we're there 24-7 um, every day. But, like, if, I, if I'm going to wrap things up, like, just do things for the long term as we keep repeating. Just shift your focus away from dieting. Um not only is this going to mess with your metabolism long term, but it doesn't create like a healthier relationship with food either. And we've both been through eating disorders in the past, so we again we know where yeah, we're man. coming from. Sorry, you, I want to
0: intervene. When you say dieting, you said you said avoid dieting. Don't what follow do you... a diet. Don't, don't follow. follow that. Okay. Don't
1: follow the latest diet trend. Sorry. Thanks. No, no but, that was good. Um, something that some of your friends doing because sometimes what your friend is doing is, is something that might not work for you. And again, they may lose that initial weight but long-term, they'll probably put it back on because they won't be able to sustain that diet. Simple as, if your diet is overly restrictive, it's preventing you from eating certain foods within reason, obviously, you do need some restriction to control yourself, understandably, Um, preventing you from eating certain foods, it's stopping you from going out and socializing with your friends. It's the same food group over and over again. Then that's not going to work for you. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I can exactly. stick to diet plans for a certain time, but eventually mm. it's going to drive me crazy and I'm going to end up binging on it. Okay. Like Instead, just like focus, again, more on health. Uh, focus on foods that make you feel good. Like Martin mentioned earlier, you want to see how things, certain things make you feel, like intermittent fasting. Um, have a think to yourself, does this food make me feel great afterwards? Do I have high energy? Um, or is my stomach hurting? Do I feel tired? I have lethargy. That's probably not the food for you. Even if there is a superfood, uh, yeah. um, again, take steps to reduce stress, like you said earlier, Martin, going for a walk and your steps in per day, uh, focusing on your nighttime routine, um, practice your sleeping habits, and so on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great,
0: <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just say my point now as well. So i'm just trying to appeal this to the masses now you're listening to this i'm just going to say right i'm just going to assume most of you want to lose body fat right you want to yeah. you want to look better and you want to you want to sustain this for a lifetime you want to sustain um health above all so again health can mean so many different things for me now health means something completely different to what it did a year ago to me health is balance right so that's the whole point of this podcast it's more than just optimizing your body it's, as cheesy as that sounds right um, it's about, like, how are my relationships? You know, like, health can mean so many different things. Like, health, right. Am I managing my weight? Am I struggling to keep my – am I struggling to stay healthy in terms of, like, I'm I'm put, piling the pounds on. I'm not eating the best foods, whatever. Am I struggling with that or am I in control of that? Am I in uh, – my relationships, how are they? Am I relationships good? Am I um, spending enough time with my loved ones and whatnot? Am I – um, am I happy with the people I've got around me and whatnot? Health is, is a balance of all these different things, folks. Not it's not just about like physical health; it's about your mind. But yeah, um, I like to get people to focus on the big rock. So all I would say to you is, you want to smash it in the new year, right? Focus on the three tips that I mentioned. Oh yeah, I wanted to say as well. Um, I would, if I were you, I, I I mentioned everything we talked about today, Andrew and I, uh, in more detail. And, and there were some other tips on the 180 Nutrition Podcast. So go check that out. Um, go and check out the Health Sessions Podcast because uh, my interview on there, I mentioned loads of different things. But, yeah, focus. My, my three tips on there were lift weights properly. Okay, so if you want to build your metabolism, healthy metabolism for the new year, focus on building muscle above all. So lifting weights properly. Sleep, as Andrew just said. Focusing on um, on sleep and managing stress. I think they go hand in hand. So uh, the quality of sleep is important. So get off your phone an hour before bed and try and wind down. Maybe read a book yeah. before bed. Focus on your quality of sleep. And the third thing was nutrition, as we just went over. We, we spent the, the the most part of this podcast actually talking about nutrition. So you guys obviously now know how important that is. So nutrition, maybe, maybe start tracking. Uh, use that as a tool. Start tracking your calories. Um, and or just focus on eating healthier. Just focus on maybe eliminating, as we've said time and time again, processed foods. Avoid shitty foods, eat more vegetables. It really is quite simple to take those first steps. So they are my three tips I mentioned at the last, uh, on the 180 podcast. Um, yeah, and I also wanted to say, I wanted to um, promote our our program that we just um, created for you. It's a decent program. It's it's not decent, actually. It's a great program considering it's free. It's fantastic. Um, and it's a split body part I know um, most of the listeners know Andrew and I are more focused on training the full body when it comes to weight training. However, we've had lots of requests of people to create something which involves creating one uh, training one body part at a time or one or two body parts at a time, split routine, split routine training because that's how most people train. Train. So, again, we've, we've, we've appealed to the masses. We've created a great program, and it's totally free for you folks, right? So uh, maybe you could just um, direct message me your email address, but Andrew and I, the best thing to do is just to follow us on social media if you're not already. Follow Andrew at Mr. Bond Fitness on Instagram, at Mr. Bond, as in James Bond Fitness, and, and follow me at Martin Silver Fitness, and you'll be getting that free program. It's already out there, actually, because if you listen to this, it's going to be like almost a new year. So, yeah, the free program's there for you. So, sorry, I went on a bit there. Um, Andrew, was there anything you wanted to to say?
1: Yeah. Just to ask us if you're unaware of what a healthy food might be or different food groups or or what type of training routine you should be doing, how to focus more on your sleep, just ask me and Martin a question. Like I said to you earlier, we're there for you. Um, We're passionate about what we do and we want to help you out. So anything in the new year you're unsure of, just ping us a question and we'll get back to you as soon as we can.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So we're happy to to help you as much as we can. That's the whole point of this podcast and, and our blogs and everything. However, um, also, we're going to be freeing up some slots for online coaching as well, folks, for the new year. So if you do need us to help you online, because we're, del- we're jumping back into that space now, then uh, we will be freeing up slots in January for one-to-one online coaching. So what we mean by that is we-, we find ourselves mainly helping people, as we have with this podcast, with nutrition. So that's what most people struggle with. But we do include specialized training programs as part of the package but yeah we can we can start we'll be starting that in in january or in the new year at some point so uh if you have got any inquiries about that feel free to message us via social media yeah so uh that that's pretty much a wrap mate we've, we've gone over the 45 minutes it's all good though some gems in there for the listeners but yeah man thanks a lot for chiming in and and uh hope you have a great time back in the uk mate
1: Thank you mate have a good christmas and new year as well thanks mate appreciate it
0: thanks thanks for thanks again mate speak to you soon man